0: We are live on Facebook, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here at our wellness hub. My name is Monica Campana, and today we have a wonderful guest. Her name is Susan Eckert, and we're going to know everything about her. Well, not everything because we have only 20 minutes, but uh, um, we're going to find out her journey and what um she was doing before and what is she doing today to help uh, people around the world in their lives susan thank you for being here it's an honor to have you
1: ah oh, monica thank you so much for having me it was such a pleasure meeting you and i'm really really excited to chat with you again today Wonderful. So Susan,
0: tell us a little bit, your background, you, you were working for many years in the
1: corporate world. And then what happened? Oh, gosh. So, you know, I had, I came from a very conservative, strict upbringing. And my parents were like, you could either be a doctor or you can be an attorney. So which is your choice? And I faint at the sight of blood so that was out and we settled and we compromised on psychology so I got a graduate degree in psychology and I worked in corporate America thinking this is the track and I think a lot of us follow this track right we think okay we have to do the known thing the traditional path the nine to five and I felt like a robot and I did it for about 15 years and the whole time it was soul crushing
0: Wow. 15 years. It's a long time. 15 years is a it long is time. And then what
1: happened? What happened? You just couldn't take it anymore. Mm. Yeah. You know, it was, I was getting, starting to get sick. I was feeling tired all the time. I was commuting. Um, I had moved out to Long Island, which is like about an hour and a half outside Manhattan. And uh, I was just tired. I'd had my first son and I was just like, there's got to be something more there has to be something more. And my soul was calling for something more, but I didn't know what. And um, it just so happened that I bought a series of diaries from an author. Her name is Anais Nin, And um, I was flipping through the pages and I just scanned down this one page and there was a quote that when I read it, it's, I stopped breathing. I stopped breathing my heart. I swear my heart stopped beating. And I realized that I was... I was this quote and the quote was, and then the day came when the risk to remain tight in a bud was more painful than the risk it took to blossom.
0: Wow. You give me goosebumps right now. (laughs) That's amazing. So that's it. So that just was the last drop of the, 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 wow. And so you just, I like
1: to explain it as I, something within me woke up. Right with that quote, every word vibrated through me, and um, I realized I was tied in a bud, and I had to blossom in my own way. And so I had to figure out what that was. So I quit <laughs> right there and then. <laughs> pretty much right after that. Yeah, pretty yeah. soon after that, I quit, and my whole family thought I was crazy. They're like, "Oh, you have a six-figure job. What are you doing?" I said, "I don't know. I'll figure it out."
0: Wow, that took takes so much courage. And, uh, but at the same time, because I went through something like that, I went through something like that, very similar that you're like empty. You go home and you're like, I'm empty. Like this cannot be it. This cannot, I cannot live like this for the rest of my life. You know, there must be more. And so, and so what did you do? What did you, how did you, how did you know which path
1: to take? Well, I'm a very spiritual person. And um, so I went into meditation on this every day, like, you know, just waiting for my inner guidance to give me some direction. And uh, little by little, it started to unravel. And I, I'm a creator. So if, I've learned anything about myself over the years. It's that I am happiest when I am in the role of creating and I can create in any way. Like you and I Monica are very similar in this way. I'm an artist, I'm a writer. I love to create things. I make jewelry (laughs) and so my corporate career was not allowing me to be that. And so when I left, I started, I wrote my first book Right. I, I got it published through a traditional publisher, which was like, wow. You know, everybody told me you, it takes forever to get published. My first try, I got published. Wow. <laughs> and, yeah. And I got, um, I started developing programs and delivering them at different organizations. But more importantly, I started coaching women on pivoting in their careers so that they could live a more full life. And I think that this is happening more and more where you said, like, uh, more and more women are starting to experience this awakening, this inner call for meaning in their lives for fulfillment and uh they're saying no to the the old track absolutely absolutely and how long have you been doing this coaching so i would yeah i've been doing it in some form or fashion since the early 2000s Um, i'm coming back to it now because um more full-time because what happened was i decided you know i was always wanting to be an artist And I wanted to find a way to help women and be an artist at the same time. So uh, I said, you know, this is the best time. It's no time like the present. I'm gonna give it a shot. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. That was 15 years ago. I built a- uh, And it worked. It worked. (laughs) (laughs) It worked too good. Because I built a a very successful uh, women's portrait photography studio, but I also that's when I wrote my second book and my second book is about transformation through the camera as a healing tool. So I still had this confidence building helping women reframe how they saw themselves through the camera. And, uh, after, I'm getting older now. So now I'm like, okay, I'm getting tired. When I do photo shoots, I have to go back to the full time to the other thing, because that, it's not as taxing on the body, but, um, also my clients would come back again and again, and they would tell me their lives. And they would say, you know, I'm so unhappy. How do I become happy? Like you, how do I find something that I love to do the way that you love what you love to do? Wow. So when I gave out my last ebook i said okay it's time to uh it wasn't an ebook it was a a book i printed i only had so many copies and when i gave my last one away it was like hello my inner inner self was saying wake up (laughs) next
0: (laughs) yeah time to move forward and do this more seriously again Wow! Mm-hmm. Wow! Mm-hmm. And um, so now, so now you're you're mainly coaching, or um, that's 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 your main. Uh, are you still doing the photography? It's, you're doing.
1: I, I think I will always use that as a tool, right? So I I may. It's very limited. You combine now. everything.
0: I, you combine everything.
1: Yeah, because everybody needs something different, right? Some people need hypnosis. Some people need energy healing. Um, everybody needs mindset work, right? but every but some clients they they need to see themselves differently right and some people are afraid to show up in the world they lack the confidence to show up that affects them in their relationships it affects them in their careers and the camera can be a really powerful tool for that so i do something called transformation photography where there's coaching first and then there's photography
0: Wow. And it's unique. I mean, that's very nobody I've never heard this before. So it's uh, it's quite <laughs> uh, quite original, Susan. I love it. I love it. And, uh, and it makes sense because sometimes, uh, you know, some people are afraid to to see themselves uh, in the to, to take pictures. Many people oh, don't take pictures, don't take pictures, you know. But if you find a way to make them look amazing, which there's always a way, then uh, then they will be like, oh, wow. You know now i see this other side that that you cannot really see from you know from yourself unless you look at the mirror but the mirror sometimes you know it doesn't tell you everything you can you can't see every angle from the mirror is a liar (laughs) it's true
1: (laughs) the mirror is a liar there was actually an art exhibit that i was fascinated i wish it was here um where they actually had a true mirror have you ever heard of a true mirror no yeah it's a mirror that is at a different it's like at a 90 degree angle to another mirror and supposedly the reflection you see is actually more accurate and um yeah and it's interesting because I would always be curious about how is it that people look in the mirror they see one thing but then when they see a picture of themselves they see something else right it's very fascinating but as I tell people in front of the camera also I tell them that you know the capture captures a little bit the camera captures a little bit of your soul, right? Some cultures don't like pictures for that reason. It sees what's inside, right? Through the photograph, we see what's inside. So when I help people understand that it's your light shining from within, like it's captured, believe it or not, it sounds like a (laughs) contradictory, but it it is, right? And so this is how I've seen the most, you know, an average looking woman could come in, but she just shines, right? And then a beautiful woman who has a lot of insecurities and hangups, will photograph as well it's true wow i never
0: thought mm-hmm. i never thought about it and uh, but it makes complete sense perfect sense mm-hmm. it's uh, it's truly incredible so so today how can people uh, find you how can they contact you through i mean we have a lot of you know contact information but what is your best <laughs> way uh maybe calling you i don't know calling you and schedule <laughs> an appointment uh, you do like a um,
1: discovery call, like they call it, 15 Absolutely. I do discovery calls. It's called, you know, the uh, confidence breakthrough session um, where we can identify where the blocks are to confidence, right? And usually usually the blocks, the confidence are because we're not really connected with our, what I call soul seeds, um, the mosaic of who we are truly. And we're not reflecting that out in the world 100%. And so... Uh, It's, I I see confidence and soul purpose together that, you know, I have a new, a new logo that it's the arrow pointing from confidence to soul purpose, another arrow pointing from soul purpose to confidence. It's this, they're both connected. They work together. So, you know, through there, I'm on Instagram. I love Instagram. coach. And then my group, I'm building a community of women who I call Lotus women who are awakening and saying, I'm not going to be happy doing things the old way, the old fashioned way, the masculine way, the way I was taught. I'm going to step into my womanhood, my feminine. I'm going to tap into my intuition. I'm going to connect with my soul purpose and I'm going to fully blossom into the the person I was born to become. And the group is called Lotus Woman Rising on Facebook.
0: That's beautiful, beautiful. And uh, so you're helping mainly women mainly women right Yes, you're helping men
1: although I have had men reach out to me this last month which is so interesting one guy he's like I I have a bad inner mean girl can I talk to you (laughs) I said sure absolutely I won't say no to men but the thing is I feel like the needs of women are very specific right we're trying to operate in a masculine dominated world and it's a very different way from what our natural way is So I feel like women need to heal and restore the feminine within them so that the confidence breaks through. Because when you look at statistics about confidence, it's depressing. 70% of girls feel they are not enough. 80% of women feel they are not enough. And it's because we're trying to squeeze ourselves into this model that we were never born to live in.
0: Yeah. Well, at the same time, there's like society that is pushing, you know, all these equality, equality. And I don't really think, you know, that men and women should. I mean, if you want, if you feel like it, <laughs> go ahead. But men and women are different and we have we're so different. So we cannot take over. I mean. Under many, you know, ways we're better, but don't don't tell my husband. But um, <laughs> but uh, you know, because we can do so many more things. than that. But but yeah. um, why take the the space of of, of men? We have to uh, also remember that uh, we're different, and we have uh, we have to tap, as you said, into our feminine side and and uh, and become more confident
1: whatever we're doing. Well, I think of it like the yin yang symbol, you know, the yin yang symbol, like right? there's a little bit of both in each, right? So we have to be women, but know how to operate in the masculine world, but not all the time. And then men need to know how to be men, but also connect with their inner feminine as well, because it life is a balance. You can't be all one thing or the other, right?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And this is what you do. You bring balance to, to people's mm-hmm. imbalance. Uh, yeah. Exactly. You know, and women, women, especially women. That's, uh, that's so interesting. And um, well, uh, Susan, do you have, let's say, I know there are many things to say, but uh, three tips that uh, you can tell women to increase their confidence right now?
1: Yes. I think for women specifically, Allow yourself the space to be, right? The doing, doing ways of the world, that's a masculine way. The feminine way is allowing yourself space and time to just be, because that's when our intuition bubbles up and our inner voice speaks to us and we can access this wisdom that we have access to. That's the first thing. The second thing is to allow yourself time for self-expression and creativity. Sometimes people don't think they are creative. And it's just because they're not making space to be creative. Creativity can look any way. It can look like cooking. It can look like art. Right? And the third is to honor yourself and recognize when your soul wants something and you want to go in a particular direction. But it doesn't matter if other people are trying to expect you to go the other way. Go the way that your inner voice is telling you to go. Honor yourself
0: yeah which is hard sometimes you know when you have your family and your parents and your siblings and people friends you tell you what are you doing why are you so you know i i don't listen i haven't listened for a long time (laughs) but you know so many times you get all this and they give you you start having doubts and you're like am i doing the right thing but uh you feel it inside when you're doing you know something that that you truly love and
1: uh, absolutely you know what? And what would the cost be? That what would the cost be to you if you did not do the thing that you love and you gave in? Exactly. And and I and always
0: try because regret is worse than you know not doing something and, and say, Oh man, if I did it, if I tried it, just do it. And if you you know, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work and you try something new.
1: Right, yeah. Tony Robbins says, "Fail forward fast." He said his failures have led to his greatest leaps. I believe that because if we never try, we never learn. Exactly, right?
0: and and usually you yeah. learn more from your failures than from your successes, and uh, so Absolutely. that's uh, that's uh, that's another. That's another way. Well, Susan, it's um, I love having you. Finally, finally, <laughs> I have you here. It's uh, it's it's been hard, you know, uh, to, to, to get you. But um, I hope you come back because uh, I, I love sharing your knowledge and uh, and thank you for for helping, uh, especially women around the world with what you're doing.
1: Thank you, Monica. And thank you for this beautiful work that you're doing, featuring women who are helping other people or people who are helping other people. And you are one yourself.
0: Thank you. (laughs) This is just the beginning. So uh, thank you, everyone. And um, until next time.